I'm deeply, deeply not perfect at this. I still have times in my own life where I look at somebody else's path and think, that looks so easy. Can't I just take that proven formula and just superimpose it over who and what I am? And I've been in business for many years and I've seen that those superimposed formulas, assuming that I've got somebody else's body and assuming that I can work the exact way that their body works, it will work for a time. And then there is a need to break down all of those constructs, taking all the benefits and the wisdom and the insights and the beauty that they are, and to build it back up from the foundation is something that is 101% honoring who I am and how I'm here to run this race. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to The Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine-masculine polarity in their relationship. beautiful women and welcome to Claim Podcast. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Jenna Ward and Jenna Ward does not need an introduction because she is my coach and my mentor and I've been working with Jenna for the past two plus years. I've done her feminine embodiment coaching certification that we talk about in our episode today. She's actually opening it up for enrollment again. But just to let you know who she is, if you haven't heard about Jenna, she's a non-Indigenous Australian woman and feminine embodiment coach. She lives with her baby and partner between Australia, Sunshine Coast and Amsterdam. She has a passion for coaching and has worked with women from over 22 countries across 55 continents, partnering with them to discover the endless depth, beauty, and wisdom of their own bodies knowing. Jenna is the founder of the School of Embodied Arts, an international training organization and community devoted to cultivating the skills of feminine embodiment in life and leadership. And this school offers training for women coaches and entrepreneurs um, in the art of feminine embodiment, including movement practices, embodied living for women, coaching certification, and feminine leadership masterminds for entrepreneurs. So, Jenna is an amazing woman and I feel like you're going to love this conversation, especially because I share my own personal problems and issues with her. And, you know, b- before this call, I was, I'm still like just recovering from it, I guess. Not even recovering, I'm still in the shit because I, I'm just totally exhausted, burnt out, you know, and I'm like, really? A woman like you, who's also trying to figure her things out, right? So I've mastered the feminine masculine polarity with men. But now my next challenge is like, how do I do this business and this life as a woman in a sustainable way, which leads us beautifully to the conversation that we're going to have. So I'm basically telling Jenna, well, how do I freaking do this? Because I don't know what's wrong. Something's wrong here. I'm constantly burnt out and exhausted. And how do I fix this? (laughs) Um, The modern woman in me, the ambitious one, the masculine in me is talking not s's but you know energy is talking so 
we really dive into that in, I guess, a form of coaching. So Jen is asking me powerful questions about, you know, what's really at the heart of it and what's how do we actually figure this out and, and the way through it, which is a feminine embodiment principle, which I know and I coach so many women through it, but I can't coach myself through it. It's like sitting with the vulnerability and with the discomfort of it. Because as you will see, you know, it's the in the intimacy of the discomfort and of the mess and of the chaos is where the answer lies. So she has asked me, is this sustainable? Are you putting your feminine first? And I'm like, this is not sustainable. And clearly, I'm not putting my feminine first when it comes to business. So, um, and it's in general, this conversation is very helpful if you have a business, obviously, but if you have a career and I know if you listen to this podcast, you're a successful woman. So we're all dealing with that. And so I think it's a very, very powerful conversation that is going to illuminate so many things about perhaps your own journey and how you are perhaps struggling with burnout, you know, constantly on the go, not being able to make decisions in a sustainable way. And then very powerful questions that Jane asks me, which is what coaching is about, you know, how can I have and find the success without the bitterness and we talk about embodiment specifically and how can we play our instrument which is our own body really really well and know ourselves and how our nervous needs to calm the fuck down that's what i need definitely in my life so yeah listen to that it's gonna i think you absolutely love it and please stay until the end because jen is going to share with us how can you join her feminine embodiment coaching certification if you're a practitioner or if you you know coaching is something that you want to explore as a passion i obviously stand by jenna's work a hundred percent and i've seen tremendous results with the women that i'm working with and in my own life obviously can't coach myself that's why you gotta invest in in yourself and uh, for somebody else to help you do that so enjoy and i'll see you at the end all right, listeners, uh, beautiful women, I want to welcome today. How do I even present this woman who I've been in touch with and working with and just in, in her world for years now? Jenna Ward, you don't need presentation, I feel like, on this podcast because you've been a ma- massive inspiration. I'm happy and humbled to call you my coach, my mentor, my teacher, my the woman that I learn so much from every day, the woman who's passing me her codes of being, of living, <laughs> of teaching. So, uh, Jenna, welcome to this podcast. Oh, what a special intro. Thank you, Anna. It's a joy to join you here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Jenna. So, you are on the podcast for the second time. Mm. And obviously, we could just have a, a just a podcast where you and me could talk about all these different things because, you know, I ask you 100 questions a day, <laughs> you yes. know, exaggeratingly. But, you know, my journey with you really has been like, it's been more than, what is it, two, three years now. So, I've, I've worked with you in a capacity of a mentor and a coach. I did my uh, feminine embodiment coaching certification with you. I believe it was the first round when you started it in 2000. 12? No. No, I first spoke with you in 2017. That was the very first time I got on the phone with you. It was quite a memorable conversation. I still remember it. And <laughs> then we studied together at in the first half of 2018. You joined our certification and we've been in and out of touch. You've had a babe since then. I've had a babe since then. Many countries later and here we are. Many countries, many hours together, and here we are. That's right. Mm. And so we are going to talk today towards the end of the conversation about your feminine embodiment coaching certification that you're opening up in September. We're now talking in August, but in September, enrollments are still going to be open for that. I'm a big advocate for this work. You know, 
because I did my certification with you, I found my passion. I found myself as a coach. And now I'm providing uh, women with transformational results in the field and the niche that I work in, which is helping single successful women attract their committed masculine men. And how I do that is through feminine embodiment and obviously a lot of different things um, on top of that. But feminine embodiment has been the foundation of my work. And I constantly always get women into their bodies from their heads. And Jenna, I want to share with you that every, like a lot of the women who sign up to work with me, and perhaps they're listening to this podcast, you know, the client, and obviously those who are not clients, one of the biggest, I guess, selling points, if I could call them for working with me and getting into this program is really feminine embodiment because a lot of the times, and I know these are, this is something that we're going to discuss today, a lot of women come to me to work with me or are interested in this work because they feel a deep resonance of this is not only a head thing, this is not only theory, they deeply resonate with how I show up on my webinar, you know, and on my social medias and everything, where I really talk about dropping into your body, where because I am in the relationships niche and dating niche by default, a lot of that stuff is very much, you know, theoretical and like here's some text guides and things like that. Um, and what what we do, what I do and what you told me to do is really dropping the story, dropping whatever is in your head and really getting into your body, working with beliefs, embodying things you want to embody and release things that need to be released in a very much, I'm here now, I'm in my body kind of way, which I found it was just so transformational for me. And that's why it's working with for, for women in general. So I wanted to thank you for that and introduce you in this kind of a container. So we'll talk about the certification at the end of those women who are listening. I would very much encourage you not only for personal growth purposes, but also if you want to expand your coaching capacity or dive into that more. I, I know quite a few women have joined your certification because of this podcast and because mm. of my recommendation. And this work is just so needed. And, and I just see you know, women, when I'm teaching them this modality, getting them into their own bodies, magic happens. These are their own words. So let's get into this conversation. I'm like, what do we talk about? And full transparency here. This week has been like a total crazy week for me. And we're still working with Jenna in in, in a capacity of mentor, student. And I'm constantly learning from you, Jenna, because I think you, and I keep looking for other women like you in terms of mentorship. And um, I just can't really find them. (laughs) Maybe they're there, but I don't see many. And I think it's also, so I'm curious what you have to say. So let's dive into, well, I asked you, right? Like, what are you passionate about? What should we discuss? And then you shared things like, you know, this idea that in the personal growth thing today, there's a list to fix and to do and to jump in, but we're not broken and there's nothing to fix. So I'd love to dive into that. Also, decision-making, like how do we make decisions? We're so confused. And then also investing in yourself and in the container that's very supportive. And then I was like, oh, you know what, Jenna, let's just dissect whatever the hell is going on with me this week. Because honestly, before this call, I was like, oh my God, I'm just, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. Like there's something in my body something's going on this week that I'm in my winter as well. This has been actually one of the hardest winters for me. I've been bleeding for six days straight. It's been one of those very heavy ones. I I, I don't know when was the last time I had one of these. And then last week was massive because I was preparing for this claimed photo shoot, as you know, for the business and everything. So 
And I know that you know, Jen, that there's a lot of stuff going on in the background with me having hitting my biggest months, enrolling so many women in my coaching program and all of these things. So I said, you know what, full transparency, let's just dive into that because I really feel, and that's why I tell all my clients, you know, I'm your coach and your guide, but I'm also a woman and I'm dealing with the same exact things every day that you're dealing with. Perhaps they're in a different level, different capacity, but they're still the same. So I'm like, I know nothing's broken with me, but I'm like, I need to fix this. This is not pleasant. It's not comfortable. I need to get out of it. And although I'm doing my flows and everything, like I'm like, what the hell is going on? So as my mentors and as my coach, Jenna, <laughs> here where you come to diagnose and help me, I suppose, see the sides that I can't myself see and in the process, hopefully help other women also see that in them so we can do it mm. all together. Thank you so much, Anna. And I can relate. I've had a very, very busy week as well. And come Friday, I'm so ready for a margarita. I'm so ready for the week to be done. And my body is similarly, but in different ways, speaking to me with lots of symptoms, lots of sensations, not all of them. In fact, most of them unpleasant. And for a lot of women, who are in this realm of embodiment, if we think about embodiment as inhabiting yourself, it requires us to be really sensitive to ourselves. And I would suggest that right now, you know, you have this heightened period of discomfort this week happening in your body. I'm certainly feeling it today. This stiff neck has found its way to me. But more concerning equally as concerning and also related is that there is a huge percentage of women out there who are feeling these exact same things, not just once in a blue moon like we may be experiencing today, but constantly and repetitively and to levels that are so uncomfortable that they have to numb those sensations out using distractions and surface sensations, things like scrolling and sugar and online shopping, you know, whatever it is that you do to distract yourself from the exhaustion and the discomfort and the ache, which is our body trying to speak with us and show us, hmm, something in here is not calibrated quite right. So as a coach, you know, I don't have all the solutions. I don't even have advice for you, but I have a whole heap of questions because... (laughs) You know, in coaching, questions are the doors that open power. Questions are they're powerful keys, and they they open new doors of awareness. So I'm curious if we take a bit of a questioning approach, Anna. At the heart of it, what do you feel that your body is trying to tell you through all that you're feeling, all that you're sensing, and all of the sensations that are here right now? Ah, uh, well, I think it's what you just just said I think I'm just bloody exhausted (laughs) I'm just Mm. there's just and we just spoke before I think you know it's really interesting how I deep down inside I'm a feminine essence woman I have a very much of a feminine core and I'm living my life as that woman but I'm also running a business and I know that women listening to us, either they're running a business or they're running their careers, which can be so exhausting Mm. and so draining. Like for me, as much as I love the business and what I do, the masculine structure, the masculine decision-making, the 
it's just all very, 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 very masculine, you know? So I find myself that it's just like, what's at the heart of it? I think it's just exhaustion from too many decisions to make, too many things to do, um, and just too many things to keep up with, you know, and especially in, in my winter. Like, I'm, I really took a break. So I'm practicing menstrual cycle awareness and everything. So I stayed in bed, you know, I had a two, two and a half hours nap during a work day. So I've actually have done a lot and something that is a luxury, you know, and I understand that women who work or whatever, they can't allow themselves. So I'm doing a lot of these things. And yet still, I'm just in that headspace of like, I'm numbing it out. Like, I can't do anything anymore because I don't have that capacity anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is so common. I mean, this is the definition of, I'm not saying you're burnt out, but if we generalize your experience to the common woman's experience, the everyday woman's experience, maybe the experience of the women that are joining us for this conversation, exhaustion is a norm for modern women. Most of us running households and or relationships and or careers and or businesses and or raising children and or caring for the emotional needs of everybody else around us. And we've got a trillion decisions to make every day. And then when we really actually, so most of the time, all of that exhaustion is leading to the fact that this body, which is last on the list of things to do, becomes the neglected warehouse of all of our unrealized potentials, unexpressed desires. And in this way, even though we're such ambitious women, this exhaustion is often a very critical and tender and vulnerable layer, which is necessary to move through, to be in, and to welcome fully in order to return to the real heart of what we want. And as your work, I'm sure, teaches, my work is very much centered on the idea that these discomforts that we feel, things like exhaustion, they're not problems in the sense that it doesn't mean that you're defective if you're exhausted. You're not doing something wrong if you're life, if you're exhausted. You're not doing something wrong in your life if you can't make a decision. But what is wrong is that we live in a culture that expects women who have a feminine essence and who want to embrace their feminine side, it expects us to perform at superhuman levels. And that's just simply not sustainable because for women like you and I, and I assume the women that are joining us for this conversation, we want to feel deeply alivened and connected and very much in the experience of, you know, seeing life as a beautiful and abundant and radiant and flowing space. And in order to engage in life that way, we have to be deeply connected to those currents of aliveness that live deep inside our body. But those currents of aliveness, they exist under the layer of all of the superficial stresses and all of the superficial exhaustions that are also true in our body. And so in order to kind of really get back to the heart of it, 
the only thing, and in my experience, I've done a lot of work. I used to be, originally I was trained as a hospital pharmacist, then I trained in energy medicine. I've probably got about conservatively seven different holistic qualifications under my belt. And I've seen that reproducibly, we can work on things like our mindset and we can work on things like clearing our blocks and infusing our chakras. And we can do all this type of personal development work. But if we're not willing to enter into the vulnerability and the felt senses, things like allowing our exhaustion to be fully met and welcomed, then we're never going to move deep enough into our own body to get to the real heart, the real seat of that feminine aliveness that we want to see infuse everything that we do, our relationships, our work, the way that we show up for those who love us, the way that we show up for ourselves. The, in my experience, the only reproducible way to get connected with that real core of aliveness is to do the repetitive, messy, vulnerable, awkward work of allowing all of the discomforts to be fully felt, fully allowed, fully inhabited, and in this way to really let them be complete so that we can move deeper within ourselves. And so these things that you're speaking about doing, the rest, the deep rest that you have, yes, the luxury and the privilege of having, but you've also created that choice in career. You've also created that choice in relationship and who you partnered with, um, a man that understands that this is actually what you need in order to perform as the woman that he loves. You've created conditions that enable you to really honor what your truth is because you've been bold enough to say, this is my desire and this is what my heart does really want and this is how I want to live my life. And I feel like if more women were doing that, we wouldn't have these ridiculous superhuman expectations placed on women generally, which don't help any of us and which I don't think inform our next generation of a very sustainable way of living. Yeah, now that you're now that you're saying that, I'm like, you're right. It's it's all on the women, you know. And I can't, as much as I Jenna want to say, my husband is to blame. He makes me do all these things. <laughs> He's absolutely not. He has never in my life told me you you have to do it. I always had the choice to say no, stop. I'm not doing that. The other day I was on a discovery call. Or I was listening to a discovery call, and the and the woman was saying. Well, when I did this, all of these feminine things, like, you know, took a bath or focused on myself, my man told me I was lazy. I'm like, excuse me? What? Like, why are you with that man? I mean, I didn't tell her that, but I'm like, this is an issue of boundaries. Like, my man would never tell me that. <laughs> That's not allowed in my presence, you know? What do you mean you're lazy? Like, it's just ridiculous. So when you were saying about it is on the women and it is on me and I do have a choice. And if I wanted to, honestly, because it's a luxury and it's my choice and I've created this for myself, I could say, you know what? And I know, Jenna, you do this really well. So I'm coming back for a full circle. I think once um, one week of a month is where you don't take any calls and you're just like totally off grid. Is that mm -hmm. connected to your menstrual cycle as well? well I've only recently had my cycle return after having a babe, but mm -hmm. yes, for me, understanding my body and how my body works best, 
that is how I feel most alive means that I've been able to construct a lot of things like the care of my daughter, when I take calls in my coaching business, when I'm online, when I'm offline, even simple things, when I am available to do the grocery shopping, things like this, all of these things can be orchestrated and can be scheduled in a way whereby the logistics of my life are more automated, more routined, more structured. And that structure, which we can think about as a masculine container, really holds me so that in my life, I am the feminine essence in it. I'm the one that's doing the feeling and the flowing. And I'm the one that actually gets to be seated in the seat of creativity and finding the juice in life and the emotional richness in life. And that's certainly the role that I play also in the, in my intimate relationship, but it's the role that I've been able to construct by, and you're, you're right in saying that it's, it is a boundary, but it's also an intimacy, an intimacy in knowing what you want. And in order to know what you want, you have to be willing to really go dredging through the gunk and the mess and the sometimes internal chaos of really getting clear who am I and what do I want. That requires you to know yourself. That is intimacy with self. And intimacy with self is the definition of embodiment. So absolutely in what you're saying, that's something I've consciously orchestrated, but that didn't come about accidentally. It came about through the process of, really through the process of embodiment. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to get back to what you said. There's a big wisdom of nugget. And then I'm like, well, how do I do that? I just wanted to circle back to what you said, that what we see, and I definitely am so guilty of that. And I think I, I dropped some names of these boss babes around. And I'm looking at these boss babes who are like, having babies today, and then tomorrow, they're all over social media managing a team and like, life is great. And I'm like, how the hell does she do that? So a lot of the women, because we go on this like superhuman fee, and, and a lot of women actually tell me, Anna, how do you do that? <laughs> so I realized that for me, there is the upper limit of that woman. I'm looking at her and I'm like, how the hell does she do that? I don't have that energy. And then there's women who look up to me and saying, Anna, you are amazing. How do you do that? And I'm sure somebody else looks up to that woman. So it's almost like <laughs> we are like running in front of each other, depending on you know, where we are in our life and business and whatever, trying to constantly be like someone who does it better, but better in terms of masculine terms. And and there's a lot of exhaustion behind it. Some of us don't even realize it, but it's always trying to do more and achieve more and then ask, how do you do that? I don't know where you have the energy. So it's it's the women. And the more women do that, what I'm hearing you say, the more they, they mask their success under, and I'm not saying this is the case for everyone, of course, I don't know what's going on in every woman's life, but in general, I think there's whole, this whole idea, whether you have a career or a business, is to like constantly do, 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 achieve, 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 simply because when I think about taking a week off, Jenna being off calls or whatever, to me, in my mind right now, it's impossible because that leads to loss of revenue, <laughs> that leads to projects stopped. And it happened like once, when was it? Two months ago, I actually took off. I said, I need to focus on a project and there was loss in revenue and things have stopped. So it's like, 
I guess it's like running against yourself and that fear of I'm not going to go that fast. And I know we have discussed Mm. it. I can relate with it. I'm a super ambitious woman. I have a lot that I want to create and that I want to grow. And so as an ambitious woman, I think whether we're in our own business or we're in a career, there can absolutely be this risk or this opportunity loss that if I do slow down, if I do take time to do all these feeling, if I do take time to put my feminine first and invite my masculine ambition, if we want to label it in in relatively simplistic terms in that way, then I don't actually know if I'm willing Mm -hmm. to suffer the consequences. And I see all these other women out there who are not slowing down with their ambitions. They're still moving forward and they seem to do it. So what's wrong with me that I can't? I can so relate with all of that, Anna. Absolutely. And I'm guilty of this myself. So I'll share with you what a few of the factors and considerations that I think are really important. The first one that is central to us personally, but also collectively, is sustainability. So right now, the way that, and again, I'm a coach, so I love to ask questions. A question for you, the way that you have been going from this seat and this sensation right now, if you're really honest with yourself, is this sustainable for you? Well, the answer is very obvious. It's not, but I even, I can't even pause in that. I can't even sit in that space of it's not sustainable because I honestly do not see another way. I mean, I, I kind of know that there is another way. I mean, I'm looking at you, Jenna, and I, I assume that there is another way, but but I can't even like phantom mm. what would that be like because I know, and I think this is where the fear comes, is because I know if that way is not the fast lane where I want to be in and where that I've tasted and that taste is like sweet, but it's very bittersweet because mm. then it's sweet in the beginning. It's amazing. And then it's like, oh my God, now I got to deal with the bitterness of it for like a week or two. And it's so I feel like I'm on this constant up and down, you know, going up, 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 achieving that amazing success and then dropping and then gathering myself again to achieve that success and then dropping again. So it's not sustainable. I would like Mm. for it to be much more sustainable, but I can't even phantom of like, how do I actually do it? And so in what you've just said, if I use some of the feminine embodiment coaching frames, you've seen your truth, which is, no, this is not sustainable. But instead of sitting in the sensation and the real honoring of that truth, your beautiful, ambitious mind has lovingly jumped ahead to the, I'm not willing to entertain that truth because I've got other agendas. And so in this, what we really see and what I see so much with coaching clients generally is that we all know the truth. It all lives in ourselves. We know it, but are we really, really ready to experience and to sit in that truth instead of jumping into, let's say, the future or our heads or the repercussions or the reason why. Because in jumping ahead, we actually dishonor our truth and we deny the wisdom that lives in it. 
if your body is saying, no, this is not sustainable, and you're unwilling to sit in that, then you're unwilling to find your answer of, and this is your way. So what I'm saying there another way, if I put that another way, is like the the question your head is jumping to is how? How is it possible? Well, I would suggest that you know how it is possible. You have that answer inside you and the answer sits underneath. It sits underneath your, this is not sustainable. So in denying the, the truth, this is not sustainable, you also deny the solution that accompanies it. And this is where we very much come into this aspect of discomfort, this aspect of discomfort that is doing the, you know, the deeper feminine embodiment work, but it's the deeper work and it is discomfort, yes, but it's because it works so well. So before I ask you that question, one thing that I want to add in here is that this lack of sustainability on the personal level is also what we are seeing reproduced on the collective level. The way our cultures, our societies treat the earth is not sustainable. And we're seeing that on a collective level because that's what we're embodying on a personal level. And if we hope for this planet to be around, that has to change at the level of you and me in the way that we are ambitious and in the way that we spend our time because through that personal change, that personal action, that's the only way we can create more feminized ways of operating in our lives, our relationships, our businesses, our money, our ambitions. And that does and will be the only way that we can actually create more sustainable ways of operating on this earth. So I think that's an important big picture piece because it's not just your ambition that's being impacted you know, you have a daughter, I have a daughter, we're creating ripples for the world that they will be in. So we have a real responsibility in how we actualize that ambition. And so as we speak through this, I'm really curious for you, have you ever sat with that question of asking your body, if this is not the sustainable way, then how would you have me move? How would you have me dance with these ambitions? How would you have me find the sweetness of this success that I have tasted without the bitterness of the real push, push, push? Have you ever sat with that, Anna? Mm, No, because I didn't have time to sit with that. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I was too busy to find the answer. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm too busy doing stuff. Um, And you know... To that point, avoiding it. This is one of the reasons people work with a coach. I myself work with coaches because I've got so many decisions that I need to make in my life. And I too, like you, I'm so ambitious. And I often need a space and a container to come and be with somebody who can support me to make my decisions for myself, who can ask me those really powerful questions that open new awarenesses I might not have thought to open for myself. So you do know the answer and sitting in that space is exactly what, you know, it's what we're kind of doing some kind of part-time coaching on the podcast today, but that's exactly what we, we do in partnership with coaching, the space to explore the answers to those questions. Yeah, for sure. And I really appreciate this just illumination of what is. And I, as you're, as you're talking and I guess coaching me through it, coaching everybody else through it, it's, 
you know, what you mentioned in the beginning, it's because I, so the answer, so, okay, so it's not sustainable. Like, that's the truth. And the answer to this is actually underneath sitting with that discomfort, like what you mentioned in the beginning, right? It's willingness to enter into that vulnerability, willingness to sit with that, meet it and actually welcome it because then it gets completed. And so the answer to my question of like, how do I make it sustainable? And the answer to the question that you asked me of like, have I set with what would success look like without without the bitterness of the burnout or without the bitterness of crashing is actually underneath that, like just sitting with it. And as you were talking through it, what came up for, for, for me, Jenna, and I'm curious what you got to say is, it almost feels like this feminized ways because I, I mean, in full transparency, and you know this, I'm following, uh, I'm kind of like, the, here's what I'm trying to blend things in and trying to really make it work for me. And I work with women, obviously, I help them uh, attract their masculine because I like, I figure that out. Now, what I'm trying to figure out is how to, and that's why we are together in the mastermind and everything. So the ideas of feminine leadership and how do I build a business? How do I, like, I love what you said, feminized ways of operation. And I know you were exploring these concepts of feminine economy and how do women build their businesses because it's very different from how men do that. And I feel like because I work with my husband and he's a very much a masculine guy and I'm following a very much of a masculine uh, path in terms of building this particular coaching business. That's why it's been very successful because I'm like, yeah, there is a path. Do this, do that. Has, have as many discovery calls as you can every week. <laughs> Try to cramp in everything else and then look at the numbers and emotions don't matter. But then I also, because I'm like doing this femininity work and embodiment, that's why I'm working with you, Jenna, because I know that if I were to just do that, which is, by the way, most women in business or career just follow the masculine approach, I would already be dead, like somewhere underneath the ground. <laughs> so that's why doing the numbers that I'm doing, you know, because these are big numbers. I'm holding a lot of space for a lot of women currently. That's why I've paired it up with the exploration of feminine embodiment, of a container, of being together with other women where, you know, I'm part of being in that circle with you, Jenna, and and just being there really stops me in my tracks and being like, is this actually right? How is this feeling in your body? You know, so, and I realized that sustainability here, if I go, that's what came to me. It's like, not sustainable equals failure. And equals failure by, by masculine terms. It, it equals going back. It equals not reaching the numbers that I want to reach. And I know, like, I know this is not about the numbers. And I know this is not about the masculine success. But it's also about, you know, making my message reach as many women that I can and having the transformation, the contribution. I know you relate to that because you have the same kind of like, I guess, desire and expansion. So that's what I think. But how does it look mm. like that? If, and I know you do talk about, you know, the principles of more calibration, less doing, as in like more depth, less doing. But as I shared with you before, Jenna, in my experience, I haven't quite gotten there yet in terms of, you know, working, I don't know, you work like 15 hours a, a week. And to me, that's like, I don't know, I'm still working, you know, 60 
60, 70 hours a week. And these are my numbers. So, and I know like my hour does not equal my success, but I'm still figuring it out. And I know it's normal to be figuring it out. And it's like sitting with it. I'm like, all right, well, how do I actually sit with it? How long is this going to take? <laughs> Again, my mask is like, all right, Jenna, just tell me, is this going to take an hour, two, three? Or <laughs> what is the manual here? Because I don't have it. Hmm. I can very much relate because I have a young daughter. So my work hours are limited by me providing care for her. And probably if I had the luxury slash the secret ability, I'd be edging in a few more hours here and there because those ambitions want to have their way with me. Absolutely. And what I find really interesting is that Many of the paths of success for whatever career or business or lifestyle or relationship path that we're presented with, many of these paths of, you know, I'm using air quotes here saying the proven path of success, Mm -hmm. many of them are very much about indoctrinating us into a truth or a reality that is not self-sourced. So what I'm saying there is, Everyone's giving us these promises that exist outside of themselves. If you do this and if you do it exactly as I did it, then you will be successful like I was. And what that doesn't take into consideration is that we're all living in different bodies. Your body, Anna, is different to my body. If I had worked 60 hours a week, I would already be dead in the ground. And that's not right and it's not wrong. They're different bodies. I feel like what is actually really sustainable is us acknowledging that there can be a path. Absolutely, a path is a great thing. Please give me some signposts so I'm not aimlessly wandering around in the forest. But you have to acknowledge that it's me, say, for example, Jenna, walking that path. And I have this certain body and this certain body has a particular calibration, a particular way of walking which is unlike anybody else. And so your success is not reproducible in my body because I don't live in your body. For example, my body needs certain fuels. It needs certain exercises. It needs certain movements. It needs certain rests. It needs certain music and certain sounds. There's a whole heap of specificity for this particular body. And if I am to be really successful in this particular body, then I have to play this one instrument that I've been given really, really well. And so I cannot dishonor this instrument that I have and pretend that I'm playing your instrument and expect to be able to get the same results because that's not the instrument I've been given. I've been given this one. Trust absolutely also comes into this equation because, and I'm curious how you feel about this, I believe and I see for the women that are attracted and that resonate with working with me, for example, I tell and I believe that these women didn't happen across me by accident. It wasn't an accident that we got connected. There is something that has awoken within you, within me. I would assume also within all the women that are joining us for this call today and that are listening to and joining us for this conversation, something has awoken and chosen you to do this and to operate in this way. 
if I reflect on my own journey, you know, 12 years ago, I was a clinical hospital pharmacist making chemotherapy in a major tertiary hospital. There is no conceivable, logical, or explainable way that I am now a feminine embodiment coach that has private clients and also trains women to become coaches themselves. I did not even know there was a job title 12 years ago, but something happened within and along my journey that chose me to wake up to this way of operating, this way of being. And once you become sensitive and aware that you've been chosen, you cannot turn that awareness off. And so if we have been chosen, then by extension, I also believe and my experience has shown that we haven't been chosen because it's meant to be hard, because we're meant to suffer, because we're meant to fail. We haven't been chosen for these reasons. We've been chosen and we've been awoken to doing life or work or love or relationship this way because this way wants to have its way with us. And this is also a different or a new way of operating, a more sustainable way for the feminine, maybe even for the earth. And it's okay that it sometimes feels messy and confusing and hard because we haven't had a lot of role models that operate in this way before. And so it's pretty normal and to be expected that we might get it wrong as many times as we get it right. But we do have to show up with sincerity to keep choosing back this beautiful way of being and operating and working that wants to have its way with us and that wants us to be successful because I don't believe we would find ourselves here having this conversation for any other purpose or any other reason, Anna. And when things feel like this is not moving fast enough, I want this to happen sooner. I want to be there in one year, not five years. I rest into all of the security, the luxury, the spaciousness, the richness that is already here in my life. And those are things that I can rest into when I'm in in touch with my feminine side, which is a big part of the work that we do. And that for me personally, really helps to balance and allow my nervous system to calm the F down so that I can recalibrate to that essential question we were exploring for you before, which is, if this is not the sustainable way, then body show me what is sustainable for me. And that's the key question to keep coming back to. So those are some of my thoughts. And again, I'd be really transparent. I'm deeply, deeply not perfect at this. I still have times in my own life where I look at somebody else's path and think, that looks so easy. Can't I just take that proven formula and just superimpose it over who and what I am? And I've been in business for many years and I've seen that those superimposed formulas, assuming that I've got somebody else's body and assuming that I can work the exact way that their body works, it will work for a time. And then there is a need to break down all of those constructs taking all the benefits and the wisdom and the insights and the beauty that they are and to build it back up from the foundation is something that is 101% honoring who I am and how I'm here to run this race. (sighs) (laughs) And that's the correct answer, space (laughs) to spread. (laughs) Right, like, 
pause and then just digest. There's so much wisdom here. I love, Jenna, what you shared, you know, that the quote-unquote, the proven path of success is indoctrinating into the reality that that, that is not self-sourced. You know, one path doesn't work for everyone. And I would add more to that. And then when you said, you know, play your instrument really well in your body. So obviously there's a every body is unique but what I'm finding is that proven path of success which is a very masculine well at least I mean obviously we can learn from women or men but particularly in my case you know and a lot of the like you know like I I feel and it's true that probably most men are more successful in business obviously because they've got the time and the body that they can play on testosterone. You know, I know my husband, he's like a machine. He could just work and he doesn't sit there and be like, uh, this is not sustainable. <laughs> they, he has this ability. Like we just talked to him yesterday. He said, you know, he told me, he's like, don't worry, it's a phase. We just work hard and it's going to get better. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I don't want to live like that. Like for me, that's what I told him yesterday. I'm like, yeah, the numbers are great, but what's the point? to getting to that success and not feeling any fucking thing in my in my body. I want to feel like you said, I want to feel alive and connected to have reached that amount of revenue, to have reached that many women. I feel nothing. I'm like, yeah, great. I'm showing up with them and I love working with my women. It definitely gives me, it's the most pleasurable part of my business. But everything else is really draining at the moment. And I'm like, I'm not willing to do this for the sake of let's just wait it out in the trenches for however long it takes because by that time I'm totally going to be so bitter and unwilling to do it. And I had to explain it to him. We have to find a way to keep sustaining the golden goose, which is me, because because he, you know, we, we spoke yesterday and he told me, well, you know, we have a scalable model. So for example, if you, you know, like, we, we, and we do have a scalable model, but I told him, you know, there's a difference between holding space for 20 women versus holding space for 200 women in the same oh, yes. model. Very, yes. very different. So what I'm sitting with, Jenna, is I love what you said, the nervous system to calm the fuck down. That's what I need. <laughs> and what, what I need is like, really, and I love that we can laugh about this because it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for. This is what's, what's exactly what's happening to me. Um, now it's the time to just sit with that and sit with the question. Body, show me what's sustainable and going deep inside and sitting with that discomfort and, and getting close to it, getting vulnerable because the answer to what's on the other side is going through that. And, you know, I know this because I walk, I walk women through it in their own journeys as a coach. But obviously, like, I, I can't do this for myself where I am today. That's why I'm working with someone like you, Jenna. So thank you for that wisdom. I think for everybody listening, it was very, very helpful. Hi, girlfriends. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, you're listening to the episode. But I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, 
training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and, oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of mine? which was the live female success, by the way. This is different because this is now coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you're attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call all this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the panthers of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine-masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time, so you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash webinar, sign up, and I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went. And by the way, there's no replays for this. So make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present. All right, I'm going to jump off and you continue listening to this episode. Now, let's switch gears and talk about that container. Because I feel like if we as women want to grow and want to find that, like, I feel like all modern women are struggling with that, right? Of Mm. like, you know, how do I do this in a sustainable way? Because it's not working for me and it's not working for the planet. So let's talk about those containers, about investing in, in yourself. I've definitely invested in myself with you multiple times. I don't even know how many thousands of dollars I spent. <laughs> I've spent we could tell a it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been a lot. Um, but I mean, it's definitely, it's it kept me sane, you know, just working with you and um, like downloading those codes, I suppose. So how shall we talk about this? So I know that you're opening the Feminine Embodiment Coaching Certification, which I've been a student of. Yes. So a lot of the principles that we've been speaking about today stem from the model of working that I describe as Feminine Embodiment Coaching. And that's what you're trained in and that infuses the work that you do with your women in claimed. And we have many graduates from all different corners of the globe actually every corner with the exception, I think, of Antarctica, who have taken this same model of working 
and infused it with their lived experience, infused it with their passions to create many varied types of coaching and practitionership businesses. So essentially what the training is, is two things. First of all, it's the skills to become very masterful in coaching, but not coaching that skates the surface. As we've been speaking about today, it's coaching that invokes the feeling feminine body. So it's feminine embodiment coaching. And it's also a really deep dive into personal mastery within yourself as a feeling feminine woman. And a big part of this personal mastery is the acknowledgement that none of us are perfect. We're not here to aim for perfect, but what we do need to do as women and as practitioners is know ourselves incredibly and intimately well so that we might know our power, so that we might know our pleasure, so that we might know what our real purpose is and how we want to live and work in the world. So we have a six-month training in this feminine embodiment coaching model. It's a virtual training and it opens in September. We have a beautiful class of women who are getting ready and primed to join us. So if anyone has been following you, enjoys your style or enjoys this conversation today and is wanting to perhaps go deeper with their skills in coaching or practitionership, or maybe even is totally new to the idea of being a coach. I know you had not coached before when you first joined in our program, Anna, and now look at the amazing work that you're doing with women. Then this is a container to to learn skills, to go deeper within yourself, and to move your passions forward in such a, I would say, a pleasure-filled Uh, container with some really amazing women and a really beautiful community. So that's a little bit about what the program is. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And as I said, you know, I absolutely love this work. I find that and you can take any lens and and take any niche with that training. I know like I've, you know, I'm a certified feminine embodiment coach, but I've taken that in my own niche, which is helping women attract and keep committed masculine men. And I know, Jenna, you have women who work with mothers and career aligned and pleasure and business. And there's so many different, beautiful practitioners there and as, as graduates. So this is a great modality that I would very much recommend. So for everybody who's listening and they feel called to, to perhaps, I'm assuming you, you do discovery calls. So for anybody who wants to know more, where, where do they go and sign up and um, yeah, find out more? Head along to feminineembodimentcoaching.com and you can download the curriculum to read a little bit more about the detail of what's involved. And the next step is then, yeah, to speak with a member of the teaching team. So myself or one of the teachers in the program, I also teach in the program so that we can feel into where do you want to head with your passions and is this program uh, fit for moving you there faster with more pleasure? Yes, moving there faster with more pleasure and less bitterness. That's what that's yes. what we need. Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. I really appreciate you coming today. I know that our previous episode was one of the most downloaded ones on the podcast. I know that this episode is going to be high up there as well. So it's a joy. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. And thanks anyone for everyone who's been listening and joining us. 
All right, beautiful woman. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Jenna Ward, one of my favorite women on the planet. So if you did, please charge your karmic energy and share this episode with a girlfriend that perhaps is a coach, let's say, or she wants to get into a coaching certification looking for her next step. This is a great episode for that. Or also a girlfriend of yours who is struggling with the same things. We talked about, you know, burnout, exhaustion. I don't know how to do this. So many decisions. How do I do this whole thing? I think it's going to be really helpful. So you can send her to girlskill.com slash 163. It's episode 163. Or simply share this um, episode straight to me with podcasting app. And I'd love, love, love if you would leave uh, a rating and a review for the podcast because it's going to really help everyone all around. All right. Keep riding with the wolves and I'll see you next time on Claim Podcast. All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying, and you want to learn more, and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I'd love, love, love to talk to you and see if you'd be a fit for my work and what I do. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want which is start attracting better men. So I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me. It's a call that is one hour long. And what we do is we talk about your current situation, where you are today and what's wrong, quote unquote wrong, with your dynamics with men, what you don't like. And then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get. And at the end, if I find that that's a good fit, I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together. So just to give you a bit of context, this this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to only if I find that that's a good fit is about number one, putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men and not through tactics and techniques or tips, tricks, whatever, but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men, thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men. Number two, it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs, patterns, and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice, in your own decisions, and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on. Number three, it's all about letting your body lead, stop overthinking, and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions, expanding and embracing your range of emotions, cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it. And I know if you're here, you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man who's a conscious, healthy man is through you, is through embracing your feminine nature, is through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it. And a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself. And last but not least, it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman. Understand what true femininity is exploring deeper levels of intimacy, and finally becoming free, lighter, and open. Embracing basically the feminine side of polarity, because again, this is what your masculine man wants. And 
It's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing, doing and choosing all the time and start living in joy, freedom and your wild nature where you can surrender, where you can finally let go. Trust me, this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman. So if you resonate, go to girlskill.com slash apply and there's going to be a short survey, step one, just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me. It's going to be an hour. We have fun on this call, so I hope to see you there. And my my calendar is booked for another, I mean, booked. My calendar is open for another week. So go ahead and do that. If you don't see times that are available for you, make sure you email me because I'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot. All right, girlfriend, keep running with wolves and I'll see you next week. Okay, bye. (laughs) 